This is I Rock with Rockstars, hosted by Ryan from I Rock 93.5. Give it up for Spencer and Aaron from Under Oath. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. So we were talking a little bit uh, before you guys got started. You've been doing this for 20 years? Almost, yeah. And this yeah. is the first time you've been to the Quad Cities? First time. First time. First time. First time. He's like, it, he's like, no, nah, that's not true. It is true. I mean, it's we've true. been around, like, but we've never played here. Sure. And there's a lot of little Midwestern towns. Sometimes yeah. you might go, oh, it was Peoria or Cedar Rapids or Rockford. Well, typically, we played those places, I think. <laughs> See? Well, typically, like, with a, you do, like, one, um, it's called, a, like, a B market tour per cycle. So you do, like, Milwaukee instead of Chicago. Or, you, you, you know, you don't play your New York and your L.A. You, you know, you do, like, Richmond and... Whatever else, Do you know what I mean. Sure, but yeah. for some reason, in all of our travels, we've never. You know, I know why that reason is because there wasn't a good rock station here before. Oh, that's probably true. You win now. See, uh, that's, the, that's probably true. That's called the self promotion, right there. I mean, listen, dude, <laughs> I'm all about the shameless self promotion. Yeah. So you've been doing it for 20 years. I mean, you know, from then till now, what has the journey been like? What's changed over those 20 years for you? I mean, other than, you know, maybe the hair's a little longer and, yeah. you know, a little harder to get off the, uh, yeah. the tour bus in the morning. But otherwise, I mean, you know, what has changed in those 20 years? Streaming. That wasn't what the thing when we started. Like, when we started, it was about... It Sales. Was, it was yeah. super underground, too. Like, we, we had to prove it on stage before. Nowadays, people hear you on the radio or on Spotify or whatever before... They see you live, and when we started, it was like you got you cut your teeth by supporting a bigger band than you, and you'd prove to their crowd why they should stop by your merch table and pick up your CD or your tape or whatever. It was CDs for us and people older than us. Maybe the tapes were the were the, was the era, but yeah, you were always a better live band than you were in the studio because you didn't have money to make a great sounding record, and now you can make a great sounding record on your laptop. So it's, it's a little bit fl- different. It's flipped now, you know, the live yeah. music element. Um, you know, to much to my chagrin, because we work so hard at it. Still, it's still, it's still not, the th- it's not the thing anymore. But it's yeah. important to us. It's I'm, important, you know, obviously. But like now, and and I think it is important in the rock world in general, for sure. Yes, you know, I agreed. Mean, yeah, the, the especially the pop side of things, somewhat on the country side of things, it's that you just crank out the single every three months. You crank yeah. out the single. The rock side, there's still something where where these guys they want to come out to the show. Yeah. They want to see it, they want to experience it, things like that. So having those 20 years of cutting your feel teeth. feel like rock is the most loyal um, fan base. 100%. And it's still yeah. real. You know, like yeah. a lot of, you know, and it's no diss to any other genre, but with pop, you're going to have choreographed and tons of production, and sometimes you're not singing because you're entertaining. Like we are in the industry of entertainment, and that's okay if that's what their thing is. But with rock, you're going to get, a bunch of dudes up there that are playing their instruments and actually singing live, and that think that's what the rock audience wants to see. So you're saying you don't have lasers and backup dancers tonight? Not tonight. Okay. I guess I'd be down with some lasers. <laughs> I would do actually. Not at the Rust Belt, but know, yeah. the, the Pink Floyd uh, laser show. Yeah, is always lasers good are cool. Man, lasers are cool, man. <laughs> lasers are cool. So you've been doing this for that long, and now you got new stuff out. Yeah, I just just started working on it. Just started. I mean, we did just dropped. Was it last this week, last week, yeah, yeah. It was last week. You might have a week from today. You, might, you guys might have had it before Probably, then, but, yeah. but publicly dropped last week. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, it's a song called "Let Go." Yeah. Uh, well, I see you're holding guitars. They see you're holding guitars. We're just uh, holding these for looks. Man. Okay, cool. We're gonna it's so they know we're part of the band. Oh, okay. 
We're not actually <laughs> using these today. We're actually going to leave now. See you guys. Okay, that was it. We just chatted. We're done. Uh, let go. Why don't we hear it and then talk about it and uh, everything else that's new? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let go. Under oath. Yeah. Ready? Yep. One, two, three, four. Won't you teach me to let go? I'm overrated and insecure. I keep on running, but there's never a door. Nothing's changed, I feel the same. I'm the one to blame, so hear me out. I can dance up against the flame. Giving up on what they say is safe. I've always felt a little better this way. What's the use when nothing's new? Is there any truth? Oh God, I'm begging you. I can use a little peace these days. Any help to sleep at all? I could just wake me up Then I could just save myself from I know you. it doesn't make sense to you It's just the empty thing I have to do Overrated, overrated So tie me up, tie me up with no rope So say the words that you have to say Even though I'm not listening I'm alive but blue with distance I'm a little too far to save I'd ask for help but I don't deserve it Is you well better off this way I can carry all the blame I can carry all the blame You don't have to remind me I know I'm a failure now I wish you'd ignore me Cause I'll only bring you I'm the one that falls apart I'm the one that breaks your heart I'm living in the dark You don't have to remind me I know I'm a failure now I wish you'd ignore me Cause I'll only bring you down Sounds a little bit different.
than uh, the one I've been playing on the radio. Yeah, maybe a little bit. A little bit, yeah. We gotta, we gotta rework it a little bit for acoustic guitars. <laughs> so, when you write a song that sounds, you know, plugged in like we're playing right now, and there, is there a point in that song making process you go, you know what, this one would sound good acoustic too, and you start to put it together? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> not a chance. No, nope. not a joke. We only do this when we need to. We're not much of an acoustic band, but like we'll figure it out, you know. So we spent some time the couple days ago just transposing it a little bit. I do think I do think if it's good, like if a song is good at its core, though, I feel like it it can should, translate. It should be able to translate. You know what I mean? Like, sure, sure, sure. I think if you make something that's good, like through and through, you know, to its skeleton, sure. you should be able to strip all the tropes away and. Make it feel good, you know? Because when I hear that one, it sounds like, hey, I wrote this this way, but I already know I can write it this way, too. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did our job, then. You did, you did your then job Then we won well. today. Yes. You did your job well. Somebody get this man a bush. And, and here you go for uh, Rock 93.5. Uh, that was the first acoustic performance of Let Go. You guys Ever. had it first. Yeah, you first. Right? Yeah, first timers. First timers right here. First time in the Quad Cities. First time playing a new song. A lot of firsts today. Not a first. I'm going to play rugby today, too. I have yeah. an appointment at four. Out, out in the snow? Uh, yeah. First yeah. time. First time. First I'm also going to do water polo at 9.30 tonight. Show's well, canceled. Show's so. done. Well, glad we got this part. A lot of firsts, you know? First, We're living it up. Uh, okay. I could, of course, ask a bunch of questions, but do you have questions here? If you do, I'm just going to have to give you the mic because we are recording this. and He's got a question. What's your guys' favorite venue, the place you played? Ever like in the world? Oh, what was that? <laughs> we played a venue in South Africa one time that was like, remember there was like fire barrels in the middle of the field. It was crazy. <laughs> that was a memory. But, we uh, played this place in South Africa, and the whole thing. This is the weirdest part about it. I'll never forget this. Is there was like all these fire barrels? And they put like a couple thousand people, and it was like this little shell of an amphitheater type thing, and it was all wood. Oh, and I was like, we're gonna die but, out here. There was a. A famous venue in London we got to play right before it shut. Before they bulldozed it. The Astoria. Put condos. Astoria. Like yeah. Nirvana played there. I think that's where the Smells Like Teen Spirit was it, written on the wall. That's where it was. Where Cur- Courtney Kurt, wrote yeah. it for Kurt. In that place, they turned it into a parking lot a few months after we got to We got to, we got to headline it one time before they bulldozed it. That was a, that was a cool memory. Really venue. Cool. That is a cool experience. But like sure. venues now, I mean, what would you... They're all kind of rinse and repeat now. Yeah, a little bit. Because you've been to so many. No, no. I mean, like, oh, the Tabernacle in Atlanta is a yeah, lot. That's of fun. a great one. Okay. No, but I feel like bands kind of and performers through the years have demanded a certain level of comfort, and it is nice to not have to navigate like where the toilet is. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like they've kind of streamlined a lot of the backstages and venues across the country now to where they're a little bit rinse and repeat, which is it's kind of nice because because right, then you're not having to refine and relearn. Yeah. Every single night. I mean, every day it is. That's part of this job. Every day is like, it's a little bit Groundhog Day, but you kind of want that sometimes. Do you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. when you're coming, when you're on the come up, and you're playing all the weirdo places, you get to see all the weirdness. You know. So <laughs> right. there's also a venue um, we're playing at tomorrow night, actually, called the Rave Eagles Club in Milwaukee. Super famous. It's place. super oh, yeah. f- infamous place, and there's like three venues. There's one holds six thousand people, one that holds twenty twenty five hundred people, and then one that's a little bar that holds like. You know, eight hundred or something. Th- yeah, but across the street is the hotel where Jeffrey Dahmer killed his final victim, victim, and was captured. And it's but now we've slept there before. Yeah. <laughs> that that hotel now is like this five star hotel. It's creepy though, but it's still much weird. like 
here is creepy. Much like where we are here in the mansion. You are on the creepy tour right now. We are on the creepy tour. But the thing about this venue, it's called the Rave slash Eagles Club. There's a pool from the 30s in the basement of this place, and it's massive. Emptied out and all that. It's empty, and there's all this graffiti. It's the weirdest place. It was weirder before. Now they turn green rooms down there and stuff. But it but used oh. to be you had to like get someone from the venue to take you down there on a special tour. Yeah, there was like a lock and they would unlock and the door. Yeah, flashlights and it was creepy as hell. So creepy. Yeah. I I never got to go down there, so I spent time in Madison. Did a lot of shows okay. over at the rave, and uh, never got to go down there. But you never did. Ones. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't one of the cool ones. It's only a couple hours. Drive over. I'll take you to the pool. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, However, I will tell you, for anybody that ever goes to the rave, you don't have to worry about this, but park in their designated parking lot. Because if you don't and you park on the side streets, you may not come back to your car. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I had my car broken into. I went to see Corn on Thanksgiving and had to make the drive back to Madison with a window We played there with Corn. It wasn't that one, but we played there with Corn. Not not at that club. Never mind. It was all outside. It was was amphitheater. We played there with some Breaking Benjamin. Maybe. That's a. Yeah. Were we? We might we have were. been. Four years. That's yes. Us. We were there. Skillet? We just lied to all these people on the radio. <laughs> We've been here before. Nice to be back in East Moline. <laughs> see us. Come see us tonight at the Rust Belt. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, well, we we've never done our we've never headlined here. So, so we kind of lied. Yeah. Yeah, so that's an, that, there, there's a there's a lot of cities that make up the Quad Cities. You've never been to East Moline, right? Uh, there, technicality. Hey, but give it, it up works. to this guy for for calling us on the carpet on that one. But you remember that's cool. We got that Breaking Benjamin show. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was a great tour. It was fun. A lot of new places for us on that one as well. Nice. Were we good? <laughs> Were we any good? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Right. Bashing gets it. Yeah. I don't. I. I clearly didn't. Re- hey. 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 I remember four hours ago too. Uh, anyone else with a question for Spencer? Okay. Yeah. Right, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to bring this whole. So if you're if you had your choice of any collaboration with anyone, who would it be and why? Can we do dead or alive? Yes. Or alive. Or it, it has to be alive. Let's do alive. Let's do alive. Uh, see, I like two. Alive. It would be Dave Grohl. From and, and then dead would be. I have a different one that you're gonna have. I would I would have to say Johnny Cash, for myself. Mm. Yeah, alive. I would say Trent Reznor or Dave Grohl would be the thing. Dead. I mean, I'm gonna go with Kurt Cobain or Lane Staley. I think all those are are good choices. Right before the world closed, we got to um. I get a tour with Alice in Chains for like nine weeks. Wow. And um, it was, Jerry would walk around backstage and just play all those songs. <laughs> yeah, just with, a, like walking around like this with acoustic guitar, you just sit down. It was so play. cool. We were backstage at this place in New York and he pretty, was just walking around surreal. singing down in a hole. And I was like, dude. You're like having a private concert. And, it was so cool. What a and, it, and the fact that he's a cool dude, you know, like you normally meet some of your idols. I've been listening to Alice in Chains since I was a baby. You know, I've got an older brother two older stepbrothers so I was around cool music my whole life cooler than I should have been at that age you know and just being able to like sit with a dude who's like you know this guy could be an asshole because he's been a rock star since I've been born sure. but he was just the nicest dude ever and they were all they all treated us so well And uh, Lane's was, a good one Kurt's a good one too yeah, yeah. 
I'm not I don't think I don't think Kurt Cobain would do collaborations, but he never really did. But I think Lane Staley, he would have, would have. Yeah. yeah, you he never would've. know. You, you get never older, know. a little wiser. You never yeah. know. Branch never out. Know. I like the. Uh, I mean, the Dave Grohl is great. Trent Reznor. I mean, anything Dave Grohl that those is, guys touch. I mean, that's like the pinnacle of rock and roll. Dave Grohl is. He's the coolest person in rock and roll. Did you see him just like Dave serving Grohl, barbecue? Yeah. Yeah. He's there's yeah. nobody like him. Yeah. He just like pulls up his barbecue up to this. Playing just like I'm gonna start barbecue in the next sixteen hours. That degree of rock star, like on that level, but also that type of person, that's a thing of the past now. We'll never see that again. I don't think. You know, maybe. Is that because of the way that the new music cycle works? I don't think so. I think I, I just think I don't that, know, 'cause yeah, I mean you think that music is more available than ever for people. You know, like you don't have to go to the store or find about someone in a magazine or on the radio, you know, you can push play on an artist and it'll suggest you another artist. You could listen to your headphones all day and it could just play random stuff. So I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a confusing one though. I think, I, th- he, I just think he's the last of his kind because if just the way that he does it, his swagger, his just, you know, and, and I'm glad that they're still doing it. Me too. Well, and then there's, then there's Liam Gallagher. Who's also yeah. the coolest dude alive still. That's true. You guys get to hang out with him. No. no, no, never. No. Oasis is our one of our favorites. Yeah, they can't stop fighting long no. enough to do it. It's a crying ass shame, right there. It is. It is. I I remember when they coolest uh, band in the world can't first, do it because they're fighting yeah. with each other. First, come out with Wonderwall. Was the next Beatles? Here they are, and then just I mean, it it's all fell the apart. coolest band that coolest rock and roll band to watch. I have. I, I I never. I'll never forget when I heard Wonderwall. Wonderwall for the first time. I was playing little league baseball, and I grew up in this small beach town in Florida. And so all the 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 MLB teams would do um, would do uh, spring training there. So like the Yankees, the Phillies, the Blue Jays, and so our little league field was next to Blue Jays field. And during the day, we would play games, and they would clean that stadium and like do the grass and whatever for a night. And I heard that song over the like PA speakers, and I'll never forget it. I was 11 years old. I was like, that's the best song I've ever heard in my whole life. Yeah. And you're like, I'm done with baseball. Where's my guitar? And I proceeded to <laughs> exactly. I proceeded to ruin that song for myself. <laughs> like I, I got a single tape at Walmart and played it until that thing sounded like garbage. <laughs> best. Any other questions from the uh, audience? We got some more. Who's got a question? One more. One more. Anyone else? You got one more. One more right here. So talking about Oasis and fighting, how do you go about touring and not fight? Because you guys, oh, are, we do. You guys are with each other. You do twenty four seven. But yeah, I, I think we went through those phases where we wouldn't talk or communicate, you know. And I think we just had to grow the hell up, you know. I think we it, it was it was it was tough because we were teenagers when we started touring together. You grow up and you become a man, and you get some individuality, and that's like. You know, when you're like riding in a van together, listening to the same songs and dressing the same, eating the same restaurant because you pull over and stop and then you get to a bus and you start to grow up a little bit and everyone's getting their own individuality and it starts to become like, man, that guy's not like us anymore. Or, that guy's not like me. And you know, that I think we grew up in front of people and we fell all the way apart. I mean, our band broke up for four years and said we were never getting back together, had the FUs, the middle fingers and, you know... Um, didn't talk for a while. We had to figure it out. And I think it took us to burn it all the way down to, to build it back up. We realized that we were, our house was sitting on a beautiful lot in the best part of town. We just had to reconstruct it the right way. And being men in our thirties, we learned how to talk, you know? And I think it's like, 
being married, like we all have kids now and like we've learned how to communicate better. And I think we imply that to our friendships that, you know, I spend more time with this dude than my own brother. It's not cool to fight when you're 40. You know, you should be able to figure it out. When you're 25, I get it. And I think within the case of Oasis, it's like they're brothers and they started fighting it eight years old and just never stopped and now they're 50 and still doing it <laughs> you know what i mean like we all just turned 40 and it doesn't it doesn't so necessarily like, it doesn't necessarily work out for everyone that they can figure out how to get along you know i, I just think we're lucky i guess we we really do love each other though you just know? luck yeah stepped in a we, pile of dog poop we worked real hard and we we respect each other enough to figure it out even though there's some guys in the band that might not be your best friend like me and him will go on a day off and hang out all day because we're best friends. And some of the other guys, like, I respect just as much, but maybe we don't have as much in common, but it, that's okay. Like, you're just, we're just a little bit different, but we can still be homies and be bandmates, you know? So. Cool. You uh, got any other questions? Or I mean, they're still holding One these more. Guitars. There's a bunch of people that are just holding their bush beers. Okay. Uh, Here we go. They're, they're like, no. Uh, oh, that, that's our guitar player. That's our guitar player. <laughs> Yeah. No. Uh, usually coffee. Beer <laughs> Beer is a gray area because you can't really leave state lines with it um, yet. We will smuggle some sometimes, if just from home. But usually we have like – we get a bunch of coffee. But some, some there were some mail discrepancies on this tour. Like the USPS did something bad. I can't figure – like we they lost our coffee machine. And then there's – I don't know what's going on. There's a mail issue. So I feel like – Usually – Take care of your coffee machine. That's yeah. Uh, you got some uh, late nights and early mornings, I'm sure. Uh, well, yeah, you still got your guitars in your hands. Would you like to play another song? Yeah, we we could play the the first song that any radio station played of ours, which was before the world shut. The Rapture is a song that we last time we were doing all this stuff. That's the one we started with. So, throw an old one in there for you. Old as in four years, I guess. I this guy can't remember four years ago, and now I got to remember this song in front of you. So. Yeah. All right, here you go. Under Oath Rapture. One, two, three, four. Old familiar face, that bitter taste. She's been hanging around too long That crooked tongue So pale, so young It makes me warm Take me to the darkness Hang me out to dry Tangled in your legs In the webs of your lies Lead me to the rapture Set my body free no coming down I'm forever lost there's no coming down oh I'm skin and bones pale as a ghost I know that I should be moving on but in your embrace you know I'll never change To the 
darkness Hang me out to dry Tangled in your legs In the webs of your lies Lead me to the rapture Set my body free Higher than the flames That blaze inside of me There's no turning back, there's no coming down I'm forever lost, there's no coming down There's no coming down There's no coming My name, I'm never far away. When you call my name, I know there's no escape. Take me to the darkness, hang me out to dry. Set my body free Higher than the flames Set a blaze inside of me Oh There's no turning back There's no coming down I'm forever lost There's no coming down There's no coming down Thank you. That was awesome. I played that one again today, but it sounded different. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> These all sound different. Sorry, guys. No, it's, it's, no they sound great. Uh, you guys have to go and like plug in and do a, a what did you do, like 90 minutes tonight? Uh, it's about 80 minutes. 80 minutes? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you, got, you got a lot left to go for, yeah. uh, for the day. So We're just getting started. Last chance with any questions before we uh, let them go do their thing tonight. Anybody? Speak now or forever hold your peace. All right. Well, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you, all of you for coming today. Thank you, guys. Taking Aaron time out of your Spencer. busy schedule. Yeah, man. I appreciate you guys coming in, hanging out. Love the new stuff. Thank Obviously you so much for playing it and for having us by today. Yeah. It means absolutely. a lot. Yeah. Give it up again. Aaron Spencer, Underoath.